0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know the Lewis in this building again. Let you know, Q, the Lewis in this building again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, all bullshit aside, man, I uh, just want to tell you, man, how much I appreciate you, your family, man, ever since I met you, ever since I've been around you, you, your family, your friends, then treated me and mine like family. And, you know, we we brothers for life, man. And I just really appreciate you if I ain't never told you that, man. Thank you for coming on our show, bro. Oh yeah. I
1: feel it. I feel it.
0: <laughs> so the first question we asked everybody, who's the first person to bust your ass when you got to the
1: league? Oh man, it had to be uh first person. It had to be GP. Mm, it had to be GP. Gary. Yeah, GP and uh Mad Max came into Philly. <laughs> and uh yeah, they let me know what the league was about. Yeah. <laughs> what what was he he was posting up and he was posting up man, you know G P tale trash. He, he really at that time doing whatever he wanna do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He is the glue. He's facilitating yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, he doing he doing it all. <laughs>
2: Yo, 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 we live on location. Me and the blackest one came on down to the ATL, man. Today, we got a good old friend from the STL, shouty, The, the Lou in the building. <laughs> you know it, the courtesy Luke. of Darius. He's very happy today. <laughs> yeah, them. Larry Legend, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we got Larry Legend, Mr. Larry Bug. Hughes in Food. the building, a.k.a. Boog, a.k.a. one half of the Flight Brothers. Y'all <laughs> know him. First team, all NBA, lead the league in steals. Boog in the building. Yes, sir, Presented by Hennessy
0: Saint Louis, Missouri, CBC. C B C High School. I played against CBC when I was in high school, but it was a whole nother CBC (laughs) when you was in high school. Like uh just Speak about them years at CBC when um you like became this this all American you 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 became this in the country because you know where we from small town wasn't a lot of guys coming like out there and then the guys who actually went like them, was way before our time.
1: I didn't man, I didn't I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what I had. Yeah, like, I didn't know that I was good, or I didn't know that I could make it to the league, or. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, it was just um, you winging it, like you said, being from where we're from, and and just you know wanting to be the best player on the floor, no matter what's coming awards or trophies or whatever. You just want to be better than the person standing across from you, and that's that's just how I built built my name. That's how I wanted to build my reputation. Is you know you don't want to see me. Yeah, like seeing the history of St. Louis,
0: was you like me? Like was you wondering like why I won more guys? coming from St. Louis or coming from our area that was going league, was it, do you think it was like, cause the environment of our area, once they got to the college or something. It's, it's the like environment. They,
1: yeah. It's the kill. environment, man. It's it's the people that came before us to try to teach us the right thing. It's what we saw growing up, like who you really wanted to follow, who you really wanted to be like. And yeah. it wasn't like the guys that was playing basketball. Yeah, So a lot of guys like they did it cause they were just naturally good at it. Yeah. Like We didn't have any sort of training or like a place that everybody go to to you yeah. know to get together and train. We didn't have that. Yeah. So you know I was just looking at you know the guys that are around the way that kind of made it you know this far and see if you can make it that far and turned out you know made it to the league.
0: Yeah. Was the Eagles when you start playing AAU ball with the Eagles was that's when you start seeing like man I'm. I can hold my own against them because we playing them in tournaments.
1: Yeah, that, that's it. Because with the Eagles, you know, you got the best players in the area. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like it is now where you got the best kids is around the country playing on right. the hometown team. It's like <laughs> the best kids is, like, really from, you know, that 30-mile, 40-mile yeah. radius from where you're at. So that let me know that I can play. Yeah. I mean, just getting a chance to go out into, you know, on the road, you know, take these group of guys that we all, you know, know who we are, yeah. you know, taking our groups to on the East Coast, on the West Coast. I mean, that's how you figure out you know, where you really belong is you can go from the Midwest and then you take that to the East Coast knowing that they handling the ball. You take mm-hmm. that to the West Coast knowing that they jumping out the gym. So it's like, where do you fit in at? Yeah. Well, yeah, the Eagles, man, that's that's where I figured it out. Did you meet Justin
2: like with the Eagles or before that?
1: I met him, uh, we were 15. So he was just coming over to the Eagles. Uh, so he was at another high school, he was at Cardinal Ritter High School for his freshman year, and I was at CBC, so uh, we got together our summer of our freshman year, and we've been together ever, ever since. But, yeah, we were 15 years old, man. We're 40, 43 now. I had to have
2: meet, met y'all. Y'all were, like, 17. I was probably, like, 15 then because we that's when the Warriors, we were, we were always crossing each other's paths, but that was, like, him, Mikey Robinson, those were the first McDonald's guys that I yeah. was like, I got to see and be up close with, because yeah. like that was when I was playing up on the older team. Y'all would play against Mikey yeah. them, and I'm like, damn, like you know what I'm saying. And then Butler was cool with y'all, coach. So yeah. then we would, like see each other just at random times at the tournaments or shootouts, yeah. and, and and like that was when I was like, damn, like. Larry Hughes, like you know, what I'm saying him and Mikey Robinson was as big as it got, yeah. for, like for me to see up close in person. They was really like about to be in the McDonald's game and do all of this stuff. So it was like that was crazy. After winning NASCAR,
0: take us through like your senior year, because like I know your your brother was sick. He was going through stuff with with your family in that sense. You win a state title. You 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 go McDonald's and you know it was just like this whole senior year. It was a lot coming from that national championship. Yeah. You know, with all that just take us through just all the levels of of that senior you was going through and making the decision to not go anywhere in the country and yeah. stay at home and slew.
1: Yeah, man, it was uh, that was a catapult for me. Like again, taking the kids from the area, going all the way to you know North Carolina, yeah. playing in the nationals, like the AU again. Mm-hmm. We talking, just having this conversations like back then. You know, it's it's different, right? But AU hey, was. Where it was at. I mean, if you could win AAU, if you could place an AAU, I mean, you knew, one, you had a good team, but you had some good players. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was really like the the catapult for me is for our team to go out, play in the Nationals, you know, win the MVP of of that tournament. And still, I'm still not really thinking that I'm that good. Like, I know I can play, but I'm not really thinking that I'm that good. But to win that stuff and to start to get your name into the papers and to come back home, and now your name's in more papers, now they're talking about what you did. For the city outside of the city. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, now let now let's go. Yeah. So I mean, just being from being from home, like anytime you can go shine the light yeah. back home, yeah. you know, that's 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 what we was looking for. Yeah. So that was, you know, leading into my senior year, I knew that that we had a chance, one to win state, cause we gave away state our junior yeah, before, year. I remember that. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we won the nationals, we get get to high school, we win state. And all the McDonald's stuff and all that stuff, that stuff just came. Yeah. Like, I had my guys with me, Justin was with me, my guy Marcus. So, it was all just, we just hooping. I ain't the big guy and I ain't got the big head or none of that. We just kind of going through the motions, man. That stuff just came to me. Well, uh, when you
0: heard you made McDonald's, because, like, it ain't a guy that made McDonald's in our area, and I don't <laughs> know when. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, guys that went to college, you know, Curl Will and, you know, Lauren and yep. Heidi and all them. But guys ain't made, you know, them steps that we see on TV, McDonald's, USA yeah. game, then yeah. the big college. When you heard you made the McDonald's game, what was that for you, being from era?
1: I, my uh I can think back now, I was excited. Just for the fact we just watched it yeah. at Umso. So um, yeah. I knew it was about in the St. Louis. Yeah, we, exactly. <laughs> I knew about the game, I knew about the NBA, but I wasn't like locked in like that. Mm-hmm. So just for that game, being in the city the yeah, year before he actually before, made it, mean, yeah. now I knew. Now I'm like, okay, them guys doing it, I think I can play with those guys. I just seen KG in South Carolina. We went to a tournament, so I know he going pro. Yeah. So I'm saying, if they can do it, I'm like, okay. Now I'm starting to think like, okay, maybe I can do it. Yeah. So that's when, you know, the McDonald's game and, you know, the All-Americans, like you're talking about the Street and Smith. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what, you know, you got something where you can get, get, in, get into them ranks.
0: Why St. Louis U? Like why out of you know you a McDonald's. You know it's North Carolina Duke, yeah. Michigan like the top of the top Tucky, and you you chose St. Louis U? Like like how 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 did that come about?
1: It's home, man. Like you said, my brother was struggling with with some heart ailments, man, and and you know I knew I you know my mom wanted to see me play. I knew that I was a a huge like relief. You know, for the family, whenever I was around, it was like, okay, things are a little bit calmer. Like yeah. when I'm gone, I know things kinda, yeah. you know what I'm saying, I can get out of hand. So I knew that, I felt that. So I'm like, city is what I know. I mean, I, I went to high school 10 minutes away from St. Louis University. Yeah. During high school, I'm sliding down. While they, you know, playing pickup, I'm yeah, sliding out of school. I'm that. going down there to yeah. West Pine to, to play pickup. So it was like, it was a home environment for me. Like, mm-hmm. you know. You want to go where people love you. They're gonna take care of you. Gonna make sure that you're straight. Mm. And that was home. Yeah, you know that was home. We had a, a coach that was um Derek yeah. Thomas. Yeah, who was e. my coach in high school.
0: Derrick Thomas. D. He T. actually
1: ended up on the assistant uh on the staff at St. Louis University. Yeah. So with me, they knew like if I was comfortable, then I would be good. Yeah. So you, that that, you, that
0: made me comfortable. Tell us the man how how supportive St. Louis you was. In the situation with your brother. You know what I'm saying? I just knew that just from far looking in, just seemed like they were so supportive in the situation that your brother was going through and I know they knew how much he meant to you and your family. Oh yeah. Like so how so? Sure, just tell us how, how much Saint Louis you like not only did they commit to you basketball wise, academic wise, but they committed to your family yeah. as a whole.
1: Yeah. Now it was a city, man. Like it's Saint, you know, Saint Louis University. I'm from downtown Saint Louis. Yeah. Like, I'm from 20th and Cass. I'm from Car Street. Yeah. I'm from the village. Like I'm from Saint Louis. So when I represent, when I go to represent Saint Louis University, that's where I'm from. Yeah. And they just returned it. Yeah. Like they knew I was one of their own. Yeah. So if they didn't do me right, then it probably wouldn't be any mm-hmm. other guys yeah. go Saint Louis University after I went. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. That's it, man. They they returned it like yeah. they returned from from the AD to the coaching staff, you know. It's it's I run into people now, man, when I go to games uh that worked at the hospital where my brother was at. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they still remember, they still got stories. So that's how tight it was. Yeah. You know, and that was I mean, that's a lot of reason why I stayed home, man, is I knew I knew what sort of environment I was getting myself into. Most of us know like when you went there, you knew
2: all right, like when I get to school, it's it's my show. I didn't know you did. I
1: didn't know, man. I did know. I, I knew and y'all know me. Y'all know
2: I'm I, I
1: be in a room, nobody even know I'm near. Right. You know what I'm saying? So so my thing was like I knew that I worked. I knew that that when I stepped on the court, I didn't feel like anybody was better than me. So that's just what I used. Like and that's how I led. So they were able to like, okay, this freshman came in, he got all this stuff going on, all this stuff going on. But I didn't carry it that way. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was my, you know, that was my advantage, too, is not being, you know, not being a big-headed kid. I was just in there ready to work. And, um, like, I didn't even know about the, about the NBA, about going pro, man. I was in hmm. school, going to class. I was going to practice. Like, I wasn't like, this going to be one and done. Like, I didn't think about it that way. Okay. So I was just out there hooping.
0: That, your freshman year, like, I used to be at all the home games cause Spoon used to give me all the tickets. I used to take my little dates over there. I had no money, but I had two free Billikens tickets and you was killing, so it made it. That was the hottest <laughs> yes, thing sir. on the yes, in sir. the city that you can have is two Billikens tickets. Like, but your, your, your freshman <laughs> year just scoring wise and, and just like the stuff you accomplished hitting the 50 point game yeah. and you know, Guys in college don't do that. Like just how successful you was that year in that conference and your conference had hit us. Cause yeah. the Charlotte boys was <laughs> young down there. They they wasn't they weren't yep. playing. Cincinnati was was with it. You know what I'm saying? Like to so be in that conference with them teams and Cincinnati was a powerhouse around that time with yep. Kenyon. Yep. To have that much success and just that, that year. When within that year you was like, man, I'm i everybody ass.
1: Uh, early. Yeah. Early. I mean, I was, you know, 6'4", 175 maybe. Yeah. And I was getting to what I needed to get to. Yeah. So that's why I figured, like, I'm wearing this. Everybody talking about I need to gain weight. I need to do this. I need to, but I'm doing this now. Yeah. So that's what I use. Like, I'm using my first step. And then if I can get to two feet. Yeah. I can get something. Oh, yeah, I already know. So, so I, first step, and then I get to my plant, you know, I can get something. And then I just learn, like, over time, like, the mid-range, the pull-up. You know, college guys, now you can't get all the way to the basket all the time, so you got to shoot a little floater or something. So, I just started to learn the game even more just to figure out how to score. Like, not necessarily how to shoot the ball, but how to score the ball. Yeah. At what point did it become in that season where, like, because it happened every time
2: At some point, where like you, the scouts start showing up, you start hearing people say, "Yo, like, at what point did you start hearing the whispers from from the you know whatever about their draft or you could be this or you could be that?"
1: It was probably uh like right before conference play, you know, like you do the the non conference stuff, Mm -hmm. and I was like injured. I had like some issues going on with my wrist. Yeah, the
0: wrist. Yeah, the wrist. So I didn't even (laughs)
1: practice. (laughs) I I didn't didn't even practice. Spoons like I know you know, what you bringing to the table, like, teammates was like, we know what you bringing to the table. So I didn't even, I mean, I didn't even practice. Yeah. But after, you know, after we played our non-conference, we get into the Conference USA games, and we had Cincinnati, you know, we had UAB, we had Tulane. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, these teams was like real, you know, back then. So um, that's when they started, you know, that's when they started to come, and they wanted to see, you know, obviously what you do against conference play, mm-hmm. and it all checked out. You know, the conversation that we had before conference play and then the, com- the conversation we were having during conference play, it all checked out as far as to, like, what I can actually do, what I yeah. can accomplish. Yo,
0: move the start of the movement, one and done. Like, guys going one and done like it's crazy right now. You ain't yeah. the first to do it, but you're <laughs> you a part of that in the early stage where guys weren't doing that. Yeah. Guys was given at least two to three years if they actually went. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So – how was that to be a guy to go to St. Louis? You one and done it, and then go to the league. Lottery. Could you could you believe that when you was like, man, I'm finna really just after one year in SLU, I'm thinking I'm finna
1: two, three years. You already man. know. <laughs> <laughs> you you already know, especially you know having having a brother that's dealing with and having a family that's dealing with stuff like yeah. You know, like you got medical bills. Yes. Like yes. you know where you living at. You living there because you got to make sure that you got enough to pay certain bills. yeah. So you can't level up because you know that there's other situations in place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, I knew like, okay, if I do this, I can change this. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't about me. Like it wasn't about like, you know what I mean, going to the league and all this stuff. No, if I can do this, then I can do this. If I can get to the money, then I can take care of my mom. If I can get to the money, then I can make sure we can find whatever the best doctor is, whatever's out there you got to get to this first. And that's how I was looking at it, okay? Once I get to this phase, then I try to move on to the next one.
0: You know, you're you're a one and done guy, but your one and done is, is kind of different than what today's one and done kids are kind of doing. It's already set in stone yeah. that I'm coming here one one year or not. So just think about how, the, how it just, how the one and done back in the 90s has changed to the one and done's now in today's era.
1: I, I, I think you said it. Like, back then, I we, I knew I had talent and, you know, your talent is, okay, maybe good enough to play with the best players in the league, but we don't know that until you actually get faced with, you know, high-level players. Right. Back then, we just played, we played a high school schedule. Yeah, we played guys from, you know, we may get a game from sh- team in Chicago or whatnot or Indiana, but we just basically played local.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, you got everything yeah you was. got guys they prep school or, or academies and all this stuff so yeah. they they kind of are creating a situation where you're getting a chance to see the good competition before you actually go to college mm-hmm. so that's I think that that's really the main difference is I didn't get a chance to see you know higher level competition other than my age you know what I'm saying you know thinking about going one and done but now you know shit they get they get all the top 10, you know, kids, you know, three of them on one team and the other three on the other team. So you get a chance to figure out, you know, who's going
2: to fall off. I I think, too, a big difference between now and then is, like, back then, he had the choice, like you. He had the choice to go straight out of of high school. Like, now it's some of these dudes that, like, they only going to school because they got to. Like, if it wasn't for the rule, they'd be straight to the league, some of them, you know what I'm saying? So, like, some of them come in like, I got to do these six, seven months. They don't even look at it like, you know what I'm saying? They looking at it like, I just got to get through the season, my boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think it was Ben Simmons who was like, he said, he was being honest. He was like, I didn't go to LSU for school. He was like, I had to do that to get to where I wanted to go. Like, yeah, the first I didn't go to school for school. Like, and it's like, it's truly some people out there. Like they could, you know, tweak who the guys are that's doing the judging of the talent and doing the picking, you know what, yeah. what I'm saying? They could tweak that or whatever, but like it's still legit dudes that's good enough to go from high yeah. school to the pros. And that's not as many as them that they think they are, but it's, some of them are out there. Yeah,
1: no, I think that's
2: it. That's it. The,
1: the rules. The, the rules <laughs> that, made it That,
2: that box of me. Yeah. So you had everybody just getting in there like, they ain't even vested in school. Yeah. It's like, that's why you see all of this transfer portal and all of this stuff. It's just college, the wild, wild west now, boy.
1: I was the one and done and tried to go back in my 40s. <laughs> and they held it against me. So I can imagine like when you going to school, like you, if you got a goal, you got something in mind, like you just gotta go all out for it. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't like, I went to school and didn't finish all the way, but eventually I did want to go back. It just didn't happen until I was 40, right? but they made it difficult. Yeah. So you think about like the system and all this, like yeah. did I really, did you make the right decision? Did you not make the right decision? I'm like, I made the right decision. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: How was your draft process? Did you have to work out for <laughs> a lot of teams?
1: Nah, we did. Um, we we knew like the range, so we was like it was like between five and eight. Okay. So I worked out for Dallas, Golden State, Sacramento, and Philly.
2: Y'all really, y'all really, St. Louis homeboys. He ain't worked out for nobody. He needed like three, four teams. Yeah. He just met, you know, you yeah. because
0: you know when you come out to Louis, you want the best,
2: yeah. First of all, shout out to Jeff Wexler for that. He yeah. the one who really did that. You mm-hmm. ain't even know what was going on. <laughs> Not head ass. Like, yeah. Go
1: ahead, Jeff. Wex man.
2: You know what I'm saying?
0: So when you when you came out and you heard you, you finna play with Chuck, like, you know, we all the fans of Chuck, yeah. his movement. You know, we watched him, Georgetown. We all love everything about Chuck. Yeah. To hear you finna go to the city just cross... Mike, the year before yeah <laughs> like a lot of hype behind him. like yeah how was that to to see like oh shit, i'm gonna go over here with ai and guard like it's on
1: oh i was ready for that i was ready for that yeah like we we like a real similar in a lot of ways yeah obviously great hall of fame basketball player yeah. but as far as to like how he grew up and the things that he's experienced and all that I can Just play like, with that guy. Yeah, yeah I, I, I can, you know, I can, I can roll with that guy. Yeah. So I knew like the, you know, the person he was, I knew that, you know, we could, we could figure it out. Yeah. You know, we could figure it out and we want to lock out. So I got drafted and we couldn't go to the Sixers facility. Yeah, we did a yeah. little press conference or whatever, but that was it. So we got together early. But what's was funny was is that I was still back in St. Louis, you know, working out or whatever, but I sent my mom and my brother to Philadelphia because they were going to move and live. And he was the first one to meet them. Like, I didn't meet Al until my mom and After my brother they met him. him. Yeah, <laughs> oh. so, they met, they, so they met him in Fridays. And they called me. And it's like, AI is in here. So I figured out, you know, how, how, who I needed to call to make sure that they, you know, got over to meet him. Mm. And they actually met him first. So mm. our relationship started even, you know what I'm saying, even before I met him. So once we got together, we started to work out. or He would play. We would work out. Yeah. Because he didn't, like, train or he didn't, like, lift (laughs) or he just, like, he just played. He going to give you this work. And I saw that for the first time, man, a little bit after getting drafted. I'm like, damn.
2: (laughs) That's crazy. Damn. Could you fathom that they was gonna be calling y'all a nickname together, you and AI? Like one year ago, you at St. Louis, like just fi- not even thinking about the league, just figuring it out. Then a year later, you, you were one AI. of the icons yeah. of the culture of the whole yeah. league, and you got a you part of a nickname of a duo with him.
1: It, it, it's funny how that stuff work, man. It, it's it's funny how that stuff work as far as how teammates get together. You know, back you know we play. It's always like, you know, at least one guy that like you was thick with. Yeah, like that right. that, was y'all y'all guy, y'all you know that was your guy. You know what I'm saying? That was your guy. It just happened for me, it just happened to be him. Him. Right. Like, best players that do it. So when we talk about catching lobs, if I didn't catch lobs, how was I gonna get the ball? Right. He knew that. Did do you remember the first time you caught one when he Because he only threw one when he
0: went right. But <laughs> so yeah. do you remember when, <laughs> You remember the first time you caught one and he you went back door and you caught it? It
1: it was in a it was Practice. It was practice. So we would practice, you know what I'm saying, that play, the timing of it, you know, and then it just so happened to start happening in the game. But so we would get that off in in practice all the time. Yeah. Because he, he would practice, but he wouldn't really practice. So he practice. would go this. Yeah. <laughs> so he go in, he wanna pass the ball more than anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, that started, you know, that started early on in practice.
2: How did you find out that you going to the Warriors? Like this is early on yeah. in your career. You like you like you right? In it, you get introduced to the to the business side of it how did you find out all of that out
1: uh it was happening early on I mean I can admit early on I was a knucklehead <laughs> like I was you know i mean I was came from where I was from and you know I was hard headed so the conversations I probably was you know as a rookie I me mean, having i mean nobody's had as many conversations with the gm as as I had I mean with Billy King and Larry Brown like I had more meetings. <laughs> Didn't deserve, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't have enough stature to have all these meetings and have all these sit-downs with these guys. But, I mean, we were sitting down talking and trying to figure out, like, what was going to happen, where I could fit in. I wanted more. They was trying to hold off. So I was introduced to, like, okay, the business yes, side right. of it. The proceedings. You know, real, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> real early on how things go. If, if if you're not happy with a situation, they'll find somewhere for you to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
2: How, how – how- when we had AI on he he told us a story about how I want to say it was his uh was it his Rolls-Royce or mm-hmm. Bentley one of the two you saw and you was just like damn like yo and he was like go ahead yeah. and like you I don't know how long you kept it but like how did that feel to have, you know, like I say, going back to you just coming in the league, you just figuring things out, then you get with this guy, yeah. who is who he is, and then he rocking with you like that to the point where like he give you the whip, the, yeah. the, 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 what was
1: it, a rose? It was a it was a rose. It was a, it was a I think it was a Bentley. I think it was a, I think it was a Bentley Azure is, is what it was. It definitely was a drop top. <laughs> but this guy, I mean, he had, he was having cars pulled up and signing off for cars like every other month like, <laughs> you know what I mean like luxury cars like pulling up you know what I mean he had the relationship with the guy the owner of the, the, the the car place would come up he signed off on it so he had a bunch of cars and you gotta remember I'm just just starting out so yeah. when I got out I, I got a navigator I got a Lincoln navigator yeah. like like I'm doing something but get to Philly and he got you know all these cars and, and one day I took him we went to work out so I was taking him I was gonna drop him off he's like you know just keep the car Keep the car. All right, <laughs> uh, so I kept the car because I was gonna pick him up the next day and then we were just gonna go to the gym after that. So I kept the car. But I kept the car, and he had no gas in it. <laughs> so that was the whole thing. It's like he knew he didn't have any gas, that's why he told me to keep it. And he knew that <laughs> once I got it, I didn't really I wouldn't really know how to, you know, figure out what was wrong with it. So I'm riding the car and it's driving funny and I'm like, damn. What's going on? <laughs> so eventually the car just stopped. It cut off. I was on. I was on city line. I wasn't. In, I wasn't in the hood. I was on city line, not too far away from Fridays. So I'm like, damn. I know Mo's number. I got a couple other guys' number. I'm like, should I call him? It's just me. I'm like, should I call him? Because if I call him, I know he's are gonna be mad. <laughs> so I'm, I'm still 18. You know what I'm saying? i like, yeah, I know you're gonna be mad. So I figure out. Okay, I gotta call him. Ain't nothing else. Nothing else I can do. I tried to start the car. <laughs> Ain't nothing happening. So I call him and he. Man, you know, going in, you know, what's going on? What do you want? So he called somebody to come pick him up. They come, you know, to where I'm at. And I could see when they pulling up, like, he was he was kind of moving his head. Like, he was mad. Like, like, what did I do? Like, what did I do to his car? But I'm like, all right, hey, car ain't running. He get out, and he starts smirking. <laughs> you know, he's looking around. Hey, y'all know him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, straight clown. So he looking around I'm like, damn, I mean, I'm like, my bad man. I'm like, you know, I pay for it, whatever, what it wompty womp. And he looked at somebody, he's like, man, this car ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but that's him. Yeah, I mean, him playing him. playing tricks and playing jokes on you, and that's I mean, that's I, I love the guy. Yeah. I, I I love him.
0: What what made you stay in the dunk contest knowing that you finna get in the dunk contest with Vince Carter? Tr- <laughs> Tracy McGrady and like like did you think you had a chance, or oh, like, I didn't, I,
1: you know what? I didn't think I had a chance. I didn't even want a chance. So you just want <laughs> we, it's All Star Weekend. Yeah, right. we didn't have no All Star. I got drafted. It was a lockout. We didn't have an All Star. Yeah. So um, All Star Weekend. I've heard all of these stories. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be part, it's part of it. Gotta that. be All Star Weekend. <laughs> and I'm with the Sixers. So this guy, he he has a party with everybody who's everybody, you know, in the industry at All Star. So. I went to have a good time, <laughs> and I think they put me in the All Star game because they left me out of the the freshman sophomore game.
0: So they put you in dunk contest. So they put them.
1: me in a, to put me in a dunk contest because they wanted me there because I had some other appearances and stuff that I had to do.
0: Yeah. So you know how the
1: league do if they get you there for one thing, they yeah mm. you do everything. They had you do everything. So no, I I wasn't that. That was my first dunk contest ever. Yeah. Ever, ever in your life. Ever, and you talk about this drunk legs. Yeah. That's a, How was was the atmosphere
0: and how amazing was it? Like when you seen Vince first dunk and Jerry Stackhouse is coming behind him (laughs)
1: like... It was a warm up. It was the warm-ups. Vince was out there dropping the ball in the basket with his elbowed in. Look, that's exactly in <laughs> the warm
2: That's exactly what he just said. He said, because yeah. him and T-Mac missed the real warm-ups for y'all to be behind the scenes. They got yeah. that late. So he said, when he came, yeah. he literally was just trying to act. He said, I was trying to jump as high as I could. Just do it. He said, I started doing one time I dropped it through. He said, oh, I'm ready, man. In the warm-ups,
1: man. <laughs> in the in the warm-up line. In the warm-ups. That's <laughs> the what I knew. was Oh, you knew it was over. You knew, you knew it was over. Then you get the first dunk. Like, man, shh. whole thing go was up there, buzzing. do a two-hand one off vert. Just, just do like, like we, we like could get hear on TV. But how was the how was the building buzzing after that very first one? I mean that 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 has to go down. You know, you see all the commercials now when that dunk go down, everybody jump with the camcorders yeah. and start. I mean, that's that, that's that's history. You know, what I'm saying that's history. That's not going nowhere. Fever pitch. You you in Golden State,
0: and um, this is your opportunity. You looking at it? This is your opportunity to show more of your game, you know. Cause like it's it's crazy how how we play we we plan and we beat these scores or we beat this type of way. But when we play in the league with the politics and all that, you have to adjust your game to kind of stay in this league or trying to kind of play with the team. They kind of put a label on you. They forget that you was hitting fifties and thirties <laughs> and and turn you into a defender. Yeah. Like, but when you got to Golden State, what was uh? that like? Did you think that was like your opportunity to show more of what you can do?
1: I did. I did. Really for me, man, I, being young and coming into the league and, you know, going through the trade or whatnot and, you know, not knowing if the coach wanted to play you. I, I knew the coach wanted me there in Philadelphia, but not knowing as you go, if you're not doing something right where they don't want to play you, like you said, the politics of things. And you start to think like, am I good enough? Like, can I really do it? And then, Again, you start thinking about like three, four, five years. They say you're going to be in the league three, four, five years and it's over. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to go back. I can't go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, all those things creep into your mind, man. Can I do it? Yeah. Can I do it? So, once I got to Golden State, they was like, we're going to give you the basketball. We got injuries and this and that. We're trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Just go out and, you know, do what you know how to do. So, that's when I figured out, yeah, I can do this. Like, yeah, yeah he's, yeah, I, I can do this. It was just, that was a situation that I was in. I understand what, what was going on. But if you get a chance to, to you know, to be in a different situation, obviously Golden State wasn't the best, but you know you can play in this league.
0: But you you got an opportunity to see a young Gilbert, like, come from <laughs> not playing. I remember Gilbert had Mookie Blaylock in front of him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we all know how talented Gilbert is and how, how good Gilbert can be. Yeah. To see how Gilbert transitioned to being – this guy who, who's off the bench and he was a late draft pick and all that stuff. To man, they about to give him hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like he, he he picked the ball up and ran with it. Tell us about that. He's telling us a story about how he uh how he used to always go to the hotel and 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 order food
1: on you. <laughs> I, I took care of GA man. Yeah, I took care of him when it when he first got drafted. Uh, Eric, the equipment manager, called me and said, Eric, you got to talk to this guy." He spent all his money. <laughs> Already, I mean, this is like fresh. It's like two weeks after the draft. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on my way. And our relationship started then. Mm-hmm. He picked me up from the, from the hotel, I mean, from the airport, drove me. I got in contact with Gil, mm-hmm. and I tried to make sure he was making all the right. I wasn't always making all the right decisions, <laughs> yeah. but the decisions he was making was gonna have him out of the league fast. It was gonna have me out of the league. <laughs> yeah. So I, I found a man, and that relationship was like like little brother, big brother. Yeah, like I made sure that he was like you said, straight on the road. If he needed, you know, to eat on the road, mm-hmm. I made sure that. Put everything on your room. Yeah, he put everything <laughs> on my room. We, 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 we would see Farouk in the hotel. Oh, the Everything is on me. Yeah. Buddy. You know what I'm buddy, saying? I got something yeah, for so, you. So everything <laughs> GA needed.
2: Yeah. Everybody yeah, in the league yeah. knows who, yes. at least my ear knows yes. who
1: the hell Farouk is. Yes, man. All of that from from clothes to food to, oh, to so all bad. of that stuff, man. I made sure that, you know,
0: that was a little brother. And, and you had another player in um, Antoine Jameson. Uh, a unique player, like like I said, I hate his his game, but he's yeah. so effective, yeah. and, and and I can respect his game because it it works. Yeah, like like however he put yeah. it down, it works. To have a player like him and y'all played together from not only the Golden State and y'all kind of transitioning into
2: did y'all
1: get to traded Washington together? Yeah, all three y'all, how did that happen? Like you, Gil, and him, all was there. Yeah, I, I signed as a free agent. Uh, Gill also signed as a free agent a couple years later. But Twan was actually in Dallas, I believe. Tuan came yeah. from Dallas. He came around. Yeah, Tuan came from mm. Dallas. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was like the little guys and growing up, like the little guys and growing up. What we seen and what we did in Golden State, like we was like losing like 13 games in a row. Like it, yeah. you go a month where you didn't, you didn't win a game. Like that's yeah, that's mm. a bad way to be. And then to get dropped into Washington and just trying to figure out, like, okay, you three guys can can run this show and figure out where y'all going to take us, get to the playoffs, whatever. I mean, we chasing championships. We may not have a chance, but that's how hard we going to play, yeah. you know. And that's what that was. It was like the little guys, like we grown up, and we wanted to prove that, you know what I'm saying, we could play.
0: Yeah. Yep. After, like, your your offense, I I knew you was a bucket getter. Like, college showed you was bucket getter. I I knew you got bucket. But in this league, you transitioning to a, a defender. Like, How was, I know, like, you know, if people don't recognize you as a defender and you get that notch, it's like, you know, yeah, I'm I'm glad I get respected of that, but then they take away how talented offensively (laughs) you is. Like, so how was that that for you, to be an offensive player and and get a notch of where they respecting your defense, but they taking your offense away?
1: I think that that's something that, you know, when you're on a team, like, that's something you got to deal with. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to figure out the best way possible to, to deal with it. Mm-hmm. like playing defense and and you know sh- shutting the other person down or you know not letting them score us if that's going to help your team then that's that's what you got to do yeah but at the end of the day if somebody throw that ball up and say okay these guys they sitting out tonight here you go then yeah, you know you got to step up and you, you got to be buck. ready to, you got to be ready to go yeah. but that's all a part of being on the team like I'm on teams where I'm guarding the guy that is 6'8 230 And I'm on a team regarding a guy that's 5'11", 160. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So those are both my Mm matchups. But, you know, those are my matchups, so it's probably a guy that can score the ball a little bit better than me. You know what I'm saying? We can't get him in foul trouble, and the team going to need him. So, you know what I'm saying? That's what you got to do. Like he said, coming in as a bucket getter as an offensive
2: player, how 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 good did it feel to you know in that 0405 season for you to lead the league in steals, be named first team all defense? Like those is like achievements that we yeah. all know is very hard to come by. So how did that feel to to make those those achievements as as a defensive player?
1: Big, big, because I always pride myself on playing defense. Like you know, even before the the accolades or whatnot, is like. I'm not going to just let you score on me or do whatever you want to do. I mean, that's make the game easy for you. So I'm going to make the game tough for you, and then I'm going to try to score on the other end. But to get rewarded for that stuff and, you know what I'm saying, my hands are – Tore up, man. Your fingers bent. You know what I'm saying? My, my <laughs> hands are. I have beat a confession. He broke one of
2: them up. fingers against us on my yeah. jersey. Remember, yeah. you got yeah. your hand caught up yeah. in the jersey. Yeah. My Jeff fingers broke too. To like, ah. them fingers like, like we can't up.
1: be hurting each other. Now. That, that, that was o, that was o, 0405 season two. Yeah. That was a season I probably would have been an all star.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I and thought you were gonna make an all star team. And then I broke my
1: thumb. But that's that's part of defense. Like I use my hands, and like I got. You know, I got wounds because of, you know, what I enjoy doing. It's like playing defense. So I'm you know, no regrets.
2: Anybody that play against him know, like you go ahead and do the Magic Johnson dribble, he come running up. I am oh, gonna yeah. just turn my back. I ain't even dribbling in front of him. I ain't about to get me
1: with the kick oh, yeah. quickness.
2: Hell no. Nah. I,
1: I learned from some good ones, man. I learned from some good ones yeah. over the years.
2: I learned a lot
0: of defensive moves from you too. <laughs> one of the defensive moves I learned from you when the guy is uh, on the wing and he's throwing it in the post. I used to get extra low. As soon as he threw it, I just jumped straight up. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I seen him yeah. do it. I was like, man, that work. It's yeah. get low. So they be thinking like the Angle when in they vision they be think oh I don't gotta put a little arc on I can just throw it kind of straight and I jump extra high still it every <laughs> hey, time I'm, I'm trying it. to
1: teach that to my kids these days man how to anticipate that pass. So when
0: you 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 go to Cleveland, Cleveland give you that seven. How about say for the bag? You getting that seven and you got a, a young LeBron and y- y'all make this run that people didn't think that y'all was ready to make this yeah. run. Y'all make this run. Through the playoffs, y'all beat the big, bad Pistons. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go through all these teams to win. How was that that playoff run for y'all? Like, was, was, go through the season. Go through the season of how it kind of clicked. And then when y'all got in the playoffs, it, it kind of just ran off.
1: Yeah, that was that 07 season. I mean, 06, we had the same track. I mean, had to run through uh, Detroit as well mm-hmm. and, did, and didn't make it, but we learned. Like, we figured out how hard it is. Like, you watch the videos of Mike, and he talk about getting mm-hmm. beat up and, like, what you got to learn the next season. That shit is real. Like, yeah. you have to figure out what the other team is doing and what's actually going to push you over the hump. And for us, it was like, we got to stay together. Yeah, Like, we have to stay together. We have to figure out how to play as touch, a tough a defense as we can, and we got to allow Bron to start to grow into who Bron is going to be. Mm-hmm. And so, Mike, he brought in – Mike Brown, he had brought in that San Antonio offense where you know they start to lift the big guy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that in Did turn, see. yeah, that in turn would just give Brown more space, space to get to when him. he's able to get downhill, you know, and obviously make his read passes, his kick passes. But that was the start of that. So that season, we knew that we had to play defense and allow Brown to be who he's supposed to be.
0: To see to see Brown, a young Brown back then, so talented. To see him triple double in all time numbers, yeah. like. Like, how is it to see his career now, to see him back then, see how he
1: elevated? You you had to know Brown was going to be great, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not only with the, the guy-given ability, like the talent, like his physical, like how he w- looks when he walks in the room, Yeah, but like his brain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His brain. Like early on, we would, I can remember taking flights and trips and everything, and he would go and talk to everybody on the team. Yeah. All the guys on the team. David Wesley. You know what I'm saying? Just to figure out. What it what, what he didn't see. Oh, yeah, what, what it take yeah. for him to be successful? Hey, you never gonna be in that ninth, tenth position to, to be to do what this guy is telling you. But he wants to know what it takes to make this guy successful, and yeah. the eighth man, the seventh man, and so on. And I just knew he'd be, you know, be successful from that, just using his brain, man. Because you know the NBA, that this. It's physical, but if you can't think, like you, you won't last. Yeah, you don't got no IQ on here. Yeah. you.
0: You over.
2: How was it? Like you said, you you guys had to allow him that space to grow. So for you guys to get to the moment where you watch him go nuclear on Detroit mm-hmm. and like really go into a mode where he couldn't be stopped. Like that, at that point, that was the best you had, he had shown. Yeah. Like what was that like to sit and be a part of that series and watching him take over and just world dominate like that? Especially a team like the Pistons that the way they were built.
1: It was special. And I had a front row seat. I had tore my plantar of fascia out of that, that series. So I was um I could play like some of the games, but at the end of the games I I wouldn't make it through. Right. So I'm watching. And we like, oh, ain't looking good for us. <laughs> and we still watching and we still talking, we still coming to the huddle. And he just focused. Him, Drew good, and they having conversation. You know, D good, he having conversation with him. Come on, Brian. Come on, Brian. And before you know it, like he clicked in and said, I right, I got it. And just watching him, you know, what I'm saying, just you can watch the highlights today and just see how locked in he is. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he walking past people, don't even know who it is. Like right. he just he just walking to the to the to the sideline to sit down and wait for the timeout to be over, so he can go back out and get back to work.
2: Yeah, boy, special, Detroit, man. Kid special.
1: They, 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 what Drew called him, "Video Game James." Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where that's where that came from.
0: The Bulls. When you got to Chicago, you know that's one God that's one of the closest teams to the crib. How was it? To, you know, just you know, we we grew up watching Mike and watching yeah. the Bulls. How was it to put a Bulls jersey on?
1: It it was fun, man. It was fun. Obviously, you know, coming out of Cleveland, I I, I was dealing with a lot of stuff coming out of Cleveland. Yeah. This is my brother passed in '06, yeah. um, and ended up you know playing another year in, in Cleveland. But it, I I couldn't focus there. It was it was time to move. Time so to move being in Chicago, it was closer to home, which was good. Cause I was able to get home on my off days. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm saying, man, I I was, I was a person, but I was like, you know, going through, you know, the thing of of, of you know grieving and grieving. You know, trying to yeah. figure out, you know, you still have fun, hooping and playing basketball, and yeah. you know what I'm saying, still making, you know, a ton of money. So I was still trying to fi- figure stuff out. But yeah. for me, it was good because it was closer to home, yeah. and people could get up to me, you know, what I'm saying, faster than they could anywhere else. Cleveland, you couldn't get to Cleveland. You can get to Cleveland once a day. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago, you got, you got eight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got eight times. But Chicago was fun for me just for the fact that it was it was close to home and also getting the chance to just play. Yeah.
0: Let's speak on like the summertime of St. Louis like the Bonner League and stuff like that playing against some of the guys that come from Mizzou or Illinois or the guys in the area. That, what was the Bonner League for you?
1: That was where you again feel like how to fit in, how you know how to figure it out. Like those are older guys, those guys, as they're gonna play, they're gonna hoop in the gym and they're gonna sit back and gonna drink a six pack, yeah. you know, out in the parking and just lot. Just because
0: you got a name oh, don't it, mean it, it, that it you don't can matter. Hoop, you can kill in the bottom, yeah,
1: it don't matter, it don't yeah. matter, especially being you, you want to play in that league when you're in high school because then you get a chance to get the 25, 26 year olds that are coming back from professional, wherever they're coming yeah. from. To figure out to test you to figure out what's going on. Yeah. So for us, man, the Bonner League, we played the Bonner League at Vichon. Yeah. Like these are things like you can't in the get that of the back. Middle the hood, Middle yeah, of you, project. You can't get that we back, in the middle man. Project <laughs> you can't get that back. Like I'm not sitting here if I don't play in the Bonner League. Like I'm not sitting here if I don't play in the gyms that I played in. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, it's just you just need it.
2: Talk about coming down to Chicago in the summertime, posting up. And, and being involved in hoops like we did. Like we talk about it all the time. Like those are some of like, how you say you can't get that time, yep. but those are some of the most classic, like hoop times. Yep. Like, you know, just not just us, but other people that was involved in them. We all talk about it. Like yep. how was that for you being down there, being a part of that whole,
1: you know, that whole vibe that was going on at TG had flowing? Being around workers. For real. Being being around workers, man. Like iron sharpens iron, you hear that all the time. Like. I was younger, obviously, and, and hadn't experienced much. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you put a list of them guys that was came through those those <laughs> doors that you got a chance to, you know, work out with, train with, five-on-five five with, vibe with, hang out with, like, there's some stories to be told. Boy. You know what I'm saying? There's some stories to be told. So all these little pieces along my journey, man, is like the Hoops Gym and TG, I mean, I got a story. Like, when before I left high school, well, when I was getting ready to leave high school to figure out the college situation. Now I went to Chicago to work out with Tim. And they set it up and you know, I went through the workout, damn near killed me. Right. But I went through the workout and M walked in, like closer towards the towards the end of the workout, and just he just stood there and had a conversation with with, with Grover. Me and Grover had a conversation. He said, I think you need one more year. Mm. So that's it. Maybe the com maybe the comment came from MJ. Maybe it was just Tim's, you know what I'm saying, evaluation. But from hoops, like I didn't I didn't fail because I didn't say, All right, I'm not going to college. I'm going straight to the league. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't survive when they go straight from the league. Yeah. You know, from high school. Right. So for me, you know, just speaking on the hoops gym and what it meant, like it started it started early on, you know, making me make the right decisions.
0: Your your best friend, son, is it, it, is an all star. Yeah, we 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 seen him a bad little yellow boy yeah. that used to be in the gym yeah. on the side. We used to throw the little ball so he can play, so we can hoop. So now he he got muscles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, <laughs> on, he, on, he on one of them. He on, he on tater chip boxes yeah. and and all that stuff to see the success and you know the times that 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 uh Jaden brought him to Philly to see your games. He been in the locker room, the environment that his dad and you done, Brought him to the scene
1: where I'm at now. How proud of 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 him you are? Oh man, extremely. Yeah, extremely. We could we we know how tough it is. Like we know the distractions that come along with what he is trying to accomplish and what he's already accomplished. Yeah. So I'm extremely proud of man just for the fact that he keeps his circle tight. hmm He keeps his mind, takes care of his mom, makes sure she you know she's straight. she yeah. She got any, everything she needs, and he represents his hometown. He's yeah. always trying to give back. And I think he learned that, you know, he learned he learned that from us. We 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 taught him, you know, we taught him well.
0: Like, oh, this whole movement and swag is definitely from from y'all. He he moved exactly how y'all used to move. And one of the most respectful young boys out there. Yeah, I'm very proud of him just coming from where we are. Another guy that's from our area, which always reminds me of you, is Bradley Bill. Like his game, like the way he played, he remind me of, a, you know, he getting buckets now, but he remind me of an older you when you used to get buckets. Do you see any similarities?
1: I think, you know, with him? the size and, and and he is, a he, he goes. Like he taking no, he's not taking no for an answer. Your
0: dribble was better than his, his, his dribble, he, he got better at the dribble. And that's,
1: and that's it. Like he was, a, he was a kid that shot the basketball, shot the laces off the basketball. Yeah. Could one or two dribble. But couldn't put combos and moves and yeah. change of direction together. Yeah. Once he got into the league, yeah. <laughs> he, he got locked in, he got hurt, he understood what it was gonna take for him to take that jump to make it to the next level, and he put that in his game. You know what I'm saying? He could, Brad wasn't a guy that was gonna bounce that ball too many times. Yeah, not at all. So now he's, now his next. He can evolution, run the point, he can, he can set it up. He now can he, do now it, he gotta turn it to up. the defensive side. Yeah,
0: that's all. That's hey, all. Now he
1: turned it to the defensive mm-hmm. side, and you
0: yeah. Know, and I want to speak one more thing, like Miss Mama Hughes. You know, I like I know how much she she means to you. you like you've been around my mom, and, yeah. I, and I and I I've been around your mom. I know how much Mama Hughes mean to you. How how important she was for you to be here to this day, doing what you're doing and accomplish what you accomplished. Like just tell us about man the sacrifices Mama Hughes made for not only you, your your brother, and you know just the family in yeah. general cuz every time she see me she be like hey I'm call me I'm ready. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: She, she she's family, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she she's family, you know, raising obviously two boys and all the stuff that she was dealing with with my little brother like she she sacrificed a lot, yeah. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I I've seen her struggle even when she thought I didn't see her struggle. Yeah. Right. So for me, I'm I'm never going to allow you know anything in my power to allow her to feel that she has to struggle again. That like she out every, here by herself. Oh, uh, ev- everything, is, yeah, every, everything is is for her because I know, like, if I do wrong, they come and ask her, what is you doing? What, what's your yeah. son doing? Now she got to deal with that. Yeah. So that was my whole thing. Always, you know, just growing up is like, okay, how can I not put extra pressure on her? Mm-hmm. So now I was able to do that. Now I'm just giving her all the blessings and all the love that I can, you know what I'm saying, just because I wouldn't be here without her. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I wouldn't be here. She gave me this car that she was driving around in uh, when I was a junior in high school. Yeah. She didn't have a car. What well, she gave us you. She gave me the car. Yeah. And she was going to figure out how to get her another car. To get to work. So, you know what I'm saying? I, everything I do, I do it for her. Straight Mine
2: up. Duke. do. So, look. I don't know. Like, people don't really know this. But, like, the original tattoo right here, to let and one man, right? He went and got it later. I was first, though. But yeah. now— this man here is responsible for this. I'm a sophomore in high school. Like I say, we used to cross paths yeah. with the St. Louis yeah. Eagles and all that. We was in St. Louis, we out there playing in a tournament. Big man on campus pull up, him and Justin, him and Big Tad pull up. They fresh out this tattoo spot. Y'all sure got the little plastic play. on your legs up here, but this one was an older tattoo. I'm like, man, that boy got the hand. One man with the St. Louis, I say, boom, that's what I'm getting. Yeah. Straight to the crib and one man shot town's <laughs> finest. You feel me? You started that, then I got it, then you got yeah, it. I got it, he got it third. Yeah, All three of us, and, and I got it because both of y'all got exactly.
0: it exactly.
2: So, I like, said it
0: on you when you first got it. Had and to make sure, like, saying, yeah, I, I gave to that, that
2: credit and that salute because that was the first tattoo I ever got. I so was like, Yeah, nah, nah, because, like, I say. It was Boog and Mikey, Mikey Robinson. Them was the superstars that we like could see and touch yeah. and like, yo, like it's it's achievable. Like, y'all pull up in the expedition. I'm like, yo, yep. we yep. gotta pull up like that and boog, you know what I'm saying? Went home, straight home, got the tat right after that, immediately. Yep. And you know, look, my oldest son, you know he had, yeah, these, yeah, you, know. Follow you. you know. you know.
1: Yeah, I didn't got mine covered up too. I got a dragon over, over, oh, over mine. Yeah. Up. Yeah, uh, I I cover
2: up yeah. yeah, I ain't got it covered up yet. Yeah, I'm joined to the death of me, but I yeah. just, you know, it's just, it's it's part of the story. So, you know, it just, it just. And is, I ended up signing with the brand. You did, you actually signed <laughs> with, with N1 and got, look. <laughs> we, we was close, we never did. Yeah. Mike pulled us straight up out of there. <laughs> it was right before we about to have, we down and joined. Can I say, what's all this? All N N1, love
0: everything.
1: That yeah, we, had yeah, hella we,
2: we try too. to get y'all to join the family. Yeah, we try to get y'all. <laughs> them little slides, though, the little fitted slides was nice after yeah. the workout. You know, them? We we grew
0: up with the braids, the tattoo. We we part of the culture of hip hop and all that. To so hear your name in a rap song, yeah. you know what I'm saying. To I was blessed to be in one of them songs with you, yeah. but to you hear your name in a rap song and hear rappers saying your name and so forth. How was that? To,
1: that's cool, man. That, that's cool just for the fact that they can relate. Yeah. They can relate for what you do. They can relate. So it's something in their field or something in their verse or something in their lifestyle that remind you of, or remind you of them. Yeah. So when you can get that and they can, you know, put that out on, you know, to the world, right. And to the world. And that's still coming up. I mean, we still get Beanie. Anytime I'm doing anything in Philly or talking about anything in Philly, you get the, you know, the deuce one ball, uh, you know, from Beanie, you know, all the time. So that's, that's locked in. Yeah. Hold up, bro. He leveled
2: up though. He took it a step further than
1: just getting mentioned. He was he was the video
2: work. Yeah, he uh, got he using the said video. This he's a video work.
0: That <laughs> 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 he's the <laughs> <a> video work.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Nah. I saw that man standing next to the Billy. I said, "Whoa, whoa, that's old. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I made it. I made a cameo, yeah, man. I, I made a cameo in man. the video, man. He was the video, baby, yeah. man. Look,
2: man, he was in yeah, there. Yeah, I
1: forgot all about you that. You forgot video. about that? Put yeah, him man. Boogie yeah. that, smooth I that was as
2: he You man. Right? L boogie in the video, yeah, bro. I, 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 I did, did it. I did <laughs> it. I did it. I did it. Yes, sir. I did it's it.
0: Great. Let's talk about your, your, the the academy, the Larry Hughes Academy. You know, I I hate that, like when we was younger, we didn't have the OGs to kind of put us in to to been doing stuff like that. And you know, the stuff that we do now, the work we we do now from the high school games through the academy, you know, all the stuff that we do more and more. We was doing stuff, but we weren't doing it at the degree that we were doing it now. The academy, like, like that's big for St. Louis. Like what do that mean for you? How proud are you of the academy and like where it's going and just to have it back at the crib knowing what kids like us go through.
1: Man, I'm very, you know, proud of it because I I know the hard work and, you know, the amount of hours and the dollars that are spent to try to make, you know, an experience that that the young people can remember. And something that they'll use to, if they don't play basketball, they're a doctor, they're a lawyer, they play baseball, Mm -hmm. they play soccer. Like, we teaching, obviously, fundamental basketball, but we want to talk to you about who you are as a person or what do you think is a good person or... When you see somebody that does something good for you or bad for you, how do you identify with what that person did? Mm-hmm. Because I'm like that's going to take you further than this ball bouncing. Like if you cannot start to identify who you are as a person, you know, you 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 can you can live longer you know, you can live happier, you know, just knowing, you know, who you are. So basketball is just that tool,
2: just that vehicle. And you got a couple of couple of facilities now. You started with one, and you're up to just two or just yeah, three?
1: Yeah, so we're actually expanding the, the brand. In, in St. Louis, we'll have um, uh, four locations. We got two that's open right now. And then we're actually working with, you know, People across the country to do basketball academies like yeah. you know those that want to get involved. Nah, you
2: came to Orlando like oh, yeah. before, before. all of this started, I was, I was yeah. close, but then you know everything. You yeah.
1: know. no, but it's it's a good operation. Yeah. It's a good operation. I I've been working it, so I've kind of figured out you know what makes the most sense. We talk about space and you know square footage and all of that, like all the business stuff that goes along with it. Like you you got to do that, but the main part is for the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's for the kids. Like if I do good business, putting something in place. Then they can enjoy it forever. Like if sure. I do bad business, they probably enjoy it for three, five years, and it be, it's gone. So I'm trying to do good business, put good places in, you know, good facilities in place, and have them, you know, enjoy they, enjoy their life.
0: They 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 legalized Illinois and, and Missouri, and you know, like Al has Viola. How was it to? What made you come to the decision, like you want to partner up with him and 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 create Vi- Viola dispensaries mm-hmm. in? in Missouri and, and get in that part of 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 a business.
1: Well that that's that's black business. That's black excellence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's when, when we can find an industry that, that we can thrive in and we get together and we do it. Yeah. Like I mean that's that's really what it was about. I've been watching Al do his thing for a number Definitely. of years. Yeah. Definitely. And that's not necessarily my industry, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying I don't know the ins and outs of the business, but he do. Yeah. So anything that he knows, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, that he needs faces, he needs people to, to step up, yeah. and that's you know that's what I'm here for. Yeah. So it was more so of um, starting a, a trend, like yeah. getting you know getting guys that look like us, that, that feel the same way as do us, business, that, do good business, do good business, business together, together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do good business. So that's that's really what it is, man. It's an opportunity to introduce um, you know the holistic approach to 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 wellness. You know the overall. You know not just you know going to the hospital. You know there's just. Different ways of, of of healing yourself and providing things that that have, of comfort for you. Yeah. So I'm I'm with that. You know, yeah, and I support that.
0: So, you know, some people just think about when you say the cannabis industry is all about a blunt or it's all about a, a different way to smoke. But it's 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 edibles. It's, it's different. Like stuff that you take that. That's better than that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's pain medicine. It's, yeah. it, it helps you, like, cope with some of the pain and stuff like that. It's not all about just rolling the blunt.
1: No, nah, I mean, it's a lifestyle.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's
1: a lifestyle. I mean, people go through their day, like, struggling. Yeah. Like, people go through their day, struggling. Yeah. You know, with different things that are introduced, I mean, you never know how that,
2: that can support you. Them.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I, I look at it as a positive.
2: So, you just got to watch your son, Jr., Larry, Larry Hughes Jr., do something that you and you and Big Tech yep. got to achieve. Like how how did that feel watching your son go on his basketball journey, and now he get to come and, and win a state championship at Joe mater? same high school yep. playing for your best both friend. Both y'all names, yep. and, you know what I'm saying? Like both of y'all in the history books at that forever. Like how did that feel?
1: It, it's special, man, because it's his ride. Like it's it's his journey. I, I make sure I, that I can let him know, you know, to you know to cherish the journey. But it's, it's his ride. Like all this the hours that he wakes up and, you know, gets to the gym, you know, the, the stuff that he puts his body through, the treatment that he has to do, mm-hmm. like that's all a part of like your journey, like where you're trying to go. So it's for me, it's you get a chance to win your last high school basketball game. Yeah. And that's that's really what I was stressing to him the whole time. Like, yes, you get your name on that banner, but nobody can take that away from you. Yep. When you talk about you know, basketball and, and especially in St. Louis, but when you get to St. Louis, like what high school you go to? Yeah. Well, you go into high school you want to stay title. That's like even more
2: Right, even you know, better. icing on the cake. And how how dope is it to see, you know, the relationship that, you know, like obviously you and you and Justin how you guys grew up to see Jason, although he's in the NBA. Like how when he comes home, yeah. little Larry attached to him at the t- yeah. at the hip, and they go work out and how they how their relationship. How how good does that feel to see that, that just has its own natural course, and they locked in the way they are. Together.
1: It, it's good, man. Like it, it's good. Man. You know, I, I got a, a oh, my my daughter's twenty three, so they're they're right at the same age. So they they all, they've grown up together. Mm. Yeah. They've grown up together. So they're reaching and going different paths in their life, and this guy's on the you know. One of the faces of the NBA. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's huge, especially for my son growing up. Like yeah. he wants to aspire to be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. So to see a guy that come from where he's from, you know, just the same. Family. Yeah, yeah, same tool, the same conversation that, you know, we had with Lil Jay, we had with with with, with my son. The same conversations Ted had with Lil Jay, he having them with, with my son. All of them. <laughs> yeah, right. all of them the yeah. good ones and the bad ones yeah. and now Damn. Jay
2: himself get to have some conversations with them and pour into him so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, how, how
0: is it to see in the circuit of St. Louis high school basketball to see your guys most of your friends head coaches at different schools playing against <laughs> yeah. each other yeah. like we didn't see that we didn't yeah. see nothing <laughs> like yeah. that, that was far yeah. from it but to see them be head coaches having success at these schools and you know doing a great, a hell of a job, like. I'm dealing with kids, you
1: know yeah. what I'm, I'm dealing with kids on the daily. I'm trying to get the kids to you know, do the right thing, to, you know, to be respectful and all those things that's gonna make them successful in life. Yeah. So when you a, a high school coach, you know, especially in Saint, you're in the school system. Yeah, you're in the school system. So you're doing something right. Like you sacrifice whatever it is to, you know, to give back to these 15 guys. Even a lot of these guys don't necessarily like to be in the school system. But they're in the school system. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got a class, or they, you know, they got to do something where they with are. The school, t- yeah. yeah, with other students, other than their basketball kids. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I commend them, guys, man. Yeah. You know, to to make that commitment to be in the school system and knowing how tough the school system is, because you want to give back. You know, in the basketball space, I mean, that, that's huge for those guys.
0: Who's some of the guys that you grew up watching? You know, whether it was from St. Louis, whether it was in the NBA, that you kind of pat in your game. And you looked and you took a little piece from here and the piece there. Yeah. Who were some of the guys that you grew up watching? I think then?
1: growing up we had Penny. Yeah. You know, we had Penny. Penny was like my favorite guy until we played him in the, the playoffs when he was in Orlando. Yeah. And then I just didn't know who Penny was. Yeah, But growing up, man, Penny was the he the was guy it. obviously in Memphis and that Conference USA stuff. But he was one of the guys, I mean, probably the the, the main guy. Uh, for you. Um, for me, you mm-hmm. know, that, that I would start to take things away. And then anybody that was, you know, my size, you know, same sort of, you know, body yep. type. Yeah. Lawrence Molden was a guy. Kerry oh, Kittles was another guy. Oh, yeah. like these guys oh, that, yeah, mm-hmm. these guys that were, you know, kind of built like me, you know, because I can always point to, like, if, if he did it, then, right. then I can do it. Like, you saying this about me, but he did it, he already did it. Yeah. So those are the guys that, you know what I'm saying, that I kind of paid attention to more.
2: I, I I like to ask this question. Obviously, you know, you talked about you took care of mom, Dukes, and the family, this, that, and third, but you know, me and this guy kind of know, so you know. I want to know what Boog, well, for everybody else, they want to know, like, what did Boog do when he got that bag? Like, you know, like you said, we all did some stuff that we probably, you know, yeah. wouldn't do at this point, but it felt damn good at the
1: time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The homie trips, man. Yeah. The homeboy trips. Yeah. It's six of us, right? So yeah, that's the bag. We got six flights, <laughs> and we got six hotel rooms.
0: Yeah, everybody got to get their own room. So, so that's what <laughs> I, that's, room that's where I spent the bag at. Yeah, like
1: if I'm gonna experience it, we all gonna experience it. Yeah, you know. And then later on, obviously, as we you know we got enough experiences, then I was able to dial it back a little bit. <laughs> you know? Maybe two might go, three might go, yeah. but early on, man, we everybody's there. Hey, I
2: gotta. I got to uh, personally take a time out to thank my man. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to participate in this thank you because you didn't reap the benefits. Take you <laughs> back to, you know, after we just got drafted. We at Zoe's Summer Groove. We done stayed a whole week at Alonzo Moore in his house. We kicking it. He bro, he, he crashed the mm-hmm. jet ski. Zoe didn't make us pay. You know, Zoe big pockets. He didn't make us pay. He like, He just took it. I know he was pissed, I didn't
0: though. crash the jet ski. He didn't crash, he
2: went over some, some, some stuff and he, he damaged it, yeah, yeah, he went over some shipwreck and he damaged it, trying to be a stunt, whatever, but so, fast forward, we was there the whole week doing the camps and everything, you know, y'all big, big shots didn't come in to the weekend for the festivity, so. He messed around and caught the chicken, chicken pops box, from one yeah. of the kids <laughs> yeah. at the doggone camps This <laughs> yeah. is the best ever. He caught the chicken pops. Yeah. He was there all the way up until the action yeah. truly started. Yeah. We did get to go out with D though, like on a Tuesday, the Tuesday so. or something. First day, we went out with Trick Day. We saw him at the little uh, I comedy see, I club. Yep. just seen yep. Them. Yep. The day before we all supposed yep. to go out and all that, and then I just got sick. He <laughs> gets sick. So, me and Rio still showed up. You have <laughs> yes, Bug sir. got us like this. Listen, yes, I'm happy. If you wanna, eat, hell Tab yeah, was there, this was my first time. Listen, world, the first time I'm ever about to experience some NBA ish and go out with some with some big shot dudes. My man Bug pull us in the limo with none other than AI. Yeah. Oh shit, <laughs> it's over right there. That was it for me. But not only do you remember AI went. I had the little boo, I had like a diamond cut and I hadn't got my, we hadn't got our NBA starter package yet. We still had a little college and high school stuff. Hey, y'all looked at me, he looked at my chain, he like, hit his homeboy, said, man, go get my number three. But he come back down with the big boy diamond number three. He take my number three off and put that one on. I'm God, now I'm floating. I'm floating. I'm floating everywhere. I'm like, look. could not tell me nothing. Get back to the room after yep. the night. I'm like, boy, we bust in on him. He don't want to hear nothing. You yep. he know, getting oatmeal
1: baths and stuff. Yep. Whatever they was giving you on your skin. <laughs> he was so mad. That bro. was paying it forward, man. You know, the the year before that, it was Antoine and Jawan took care of us.
2: Right. Mm. Same way. Yep. And that was like you remember, like you remember, yep. like that was like like Zoe's summer groove was like an all-star game. Yeah. Like I, that's what I couldn't believe. Like when we got there, you remember when we were sitting at the bar hanging out, it was like Twon Walker, Bob, sir, you, yeah. uh, Iverson. It was just like, I'm sitting here like it's the fucking All-Stars right here.
1: Definitely early on. That was yeah. Vince, yeah. Vince was there oh, right yeah, after yeah. the dunk contest. It yeah, was like, this yeah. is
2: like the who's yeah. who. Pat Ewing, GP it was like, dude, this is the craziest thing yeah. ever. And it was like, you know, we was in break school. We was a young boys. Y'all go out there and do it. We like, I'm like, whatever, man. Like, <laughs> we was like, it was, that was, that was, those Summer Groove was legendary, bro. There yes, ain't sir. nothing like that going on in the league or nowhere no, now. Like no, everything was no. ultra first class. Like it was super, it was fun. That was like, people look forward to that. Yeah, For real.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Yep. Start bench cut, start bench trade. Uh, uh, start AI, bench trade, okay. AI. You gonna put AI in it. D-Wade, Ray Allen.
1: Oh. Start bench trade. I gotta start AI. I gotta <laughs> got a bench D Wade. You said it in the order. Yeah, I got a bench D Wade. I got to I got a trade Ray Allen. You got trade Ray Allen. Okay, that was even bad. though even though I was wearing number twenty because of Ray Allen too in the league. Yeah. Mmm.
0: St. Louis, the movie in St. Louis, like uh, like I say, it was guys in St. Louis, uh, like Bonner and um. JoJo English, them guys that was way, way before our time. You was like the guy that kind of started the movement of, like, guys coming coming out or guys coming from there, guys going to big colleges. Like, And I hate kind of saying that because Curlwell went to Duke and Lauren went to uh, Wake Forest and Jihadi went to Georgetown. But, like, after that, it's, it started being a nice little rush. Now instead of we getting one, then three years later we get another one. Then three years later we get another one. Now it's like oh we got two going. Oh we got one going this place. One get going this place. How is that to you know to see where the St. Louis basketball is now, from the time where you was coming out of high school going.
1: Yeah, I I think I think now they like uh, if you projected to be a pro. Yeah. Like I think I don't know if Lauren was projected to be a pro. Yeah. I don't know if Heidi was projected to be a pro. You know what I'm saying? But they were going to the the top named schools. Yeah. But I don't think that that was, uh, you know what I'm saying, the energy around them at the time. Yeah. So I think, and then obviously me coming along is a little bit more exposure. You know, year after year, a little bit more exposure happening. You get more write ups and whatnot. I think it was just an evolution of the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Evolution of the time. Now you got social media. Yeah. So nobody's unfound. Yeah. Right? Nobody's unfound. Anybody in our city right now, they can get out to the world. Yeah, they anywhere. Cuz any you you got to like everywhere. like coming from
0: where we came from, you, you didn't have guys going to Kansas Duke, North Carolina. Mm. Like like that wasn't no regular thing or Kentucky or or all these different places and now that you see this all the time coming out of St. Louis.
2: Hey, listen, you can say and look at me like that St. Louis, but he was the reason that I knew I could go to DePaul. Well 100%, yeah, yeah. 1 million percent. Yeah. I watched him do it. He went to a team that was basically like DePaul was yeah. terrible before he you got right. there and he went in there and turned that thing upside yeah. down that thing and up. couldn't look. When I left and like I say it was the it was we was parallel like I saw him. I was yeah. able it was 10 I was able to see and touch him and like when I'm with Butler with AU and my coach I'm like he was a reference when we meet D Miles and not D Miles D Gates and see there we talk about going to Marquette or whatever we like no, we could do this right yeah. here in the conference USA. Boog just did it. Yes, and my thinking at the time, like I ain't staying no, nowhere longer than one. Yeah, like especially yeah. after I hadn't got further with about some proteins over AAU, like at the NBA and Nike yep. Camp, I was like, nah, I'm like, I'm one and done. I didn't I didn't account for I was gonna get there and have that much fun and yeah. be like feeling like the city is mine and wanna yeah. stay. But like I totally I did what Boog did. I'm like, I'm about to go here. Tear it up and I'd be able to make my choice at the end of the year and go yeah. if I want to. And I was at the end of the year, I could have won if I wanted to, just yeah. like he did. I probably wouldn't have went as high as you right then that year, but like I could've dipped.
1: Yeah, it can, can be done. Like, he somebody somebody, like, somebody got to show you. He can be was done. the
2: example, like, bro. He didn't go to a school that was about to be top 10. He went to a school and a conference where they was gonna have to see him. Yeah. And he was gonna have his chance to prove. And then the other point with my coach, Pat Kennedy, he I knew that he was booking in. He said, if you come, we gonna get these games. Yeah. Like we already in yeah, Conference yeah. USA, but once I signed and we had the number one recruiting class, we had Duke, Kansas. Yeah. We played all of these teams. We had home and away, we played them. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, the scouts just coming to yeah. see whomever they got. They come to see Eldon, Shane, them. They, they, that, that game United Center we played my freshman year was the biggest uh, college game, like attendance wise, in the history of the state. Period. Yeah. At the United Center, sold out, standing room only. We got our ass beat, but yeah. like, And I, I was out. Hey, listen, I was with it. Go look at it. I was tiff for tap for about the first fourteen points, and then <laughs> the bottom dropped out of that thing. I was going, but I was. I'm telling you, I was turned up. Well, how, how was uh
0: Charlie Spooner? I was the first coach to ever come. To a game and say he was coming to see me my sophomore year. Like, how was it playing for Charlie Spoon? That
1: was my guy. Great. Man, that was my Spoon, guy, man. Spoon, was, he was the, you know, little country dude, you know what I'm St. saying? Louis Southeast, Louis. but he was just like, you know, he had a he had a little story for everything he was, you know, you was feeling or you was going through, or he gave you something about a bull, or he gave you something <laughs> about an ugly kid, or he always gave you something that like made you think about. You know what I'm saying? What he said what he instead just of said. instead of what you actually going through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if it was, you know, he, he always talked about the uh, Doyle, this little kid named Doyle. When he do these talks, of, you know, a kid had was an ugly kid for years and years and years, and he would apologize and call this kid ugly. And then one day he popped up in a in a conference where a coach was doing a speech, and he called the kid ugly to his face. But it's like them little stories is like, you know, Spoon ain't all that bad, man. He's a little short white dude, but he ain't. He ain't that bad.
0: You know That's what I'm saying? <laughs> I used to like Spoons. When first coach came to see me, told me like, "Nah, I came over here to specifically yeah. See, yeah. see, you." And he, like, like man, he used to give me always give me tickets to the game, let me park yeah. in the coaches' lane. Yeah. Those days, uh, I used bro. to yeah. feel like I was playing. <laughs> like, I you, like, going, like the AU yeah. coaches
2: had those relationships with some of the. College coach, like that was how I got to know. Like, we went to Crider camp when we was in eighth grade. That was yeah. at, at Cincinnati. We went, that's when I first met Coach Larry Harrison and Bob Huggins. That was why I ended up going to DePaul because yeah. Larry Harrison, I had known him since eighth grade. And then it was like he was following our AAU team the whole yeah. time. So it was like he knew who that's was who go. and he was recruiting all of us. So he was heavy on the trail. He had like an end before he even knew it was an end. That's, that's how it goes.
1: That's how it go, the relationships. Like, mm-hmm. like Spoon being who he was and being from Southeast, like he was straight country guy that mixed, he mixed right in.
0: From all the teams that you done played with, if you could pick four guys that you would pick a team with to play with, out of every team you played your whole career, who would be them four guys you would pick?
1: Uh, we got uh, we do a position. We got we got Big Z at the five. Mm-hmm. The Jonas We got Bron at the four. Bron four. We got... Al at the one, Chuck at the one, okay, and the three, I'm gonna throw my man Stack Jack in there. <laughs> <laughs> what? But,
2: Golden State? No, Charlotte. Y'all, Charlotte. Charlotte. y'all played here with
0: Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, Charlotte. He was in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah okay. I played that year with Charlotte. So there. Charlotte. <laughs> that's my,
1: that's my, that's my three right there. That's my three man right there. Oh yeah, that'll be a crazy,
0: <laughs> crazy five right there. Brian can keep y'all in yeah. control, man. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> this ain't for you, Q you know us defenders like today's <laughs> today's era of like how they take the defense away like how 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 hard do you think it is for a defender to actually really play d in this era
1: extremely yeah extremely i mean extremely you got guys i mean it outliers you got guys like a thibault like who going to make multiple efforts like just like because that's what he does and he's a, a young guy in the league but it's hard to run around and chase guys around for 10 years. At some point in time, you got to hit somebody. You got to stop somebody from running. Yeah. Like, that's what you got to do. So they making the game like, you know, a younger game. Um, but, yeah, man, that's – A you scoring can't, game. Yeah, you can't play defense. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't play defense. Just shoot the three and get the layups. Yeah. You, you got a question, we off defense now. That's how That's how you that's how they do you? That's how you do you, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we know he, he wasn't a defender, so he went. it's It, it sounded like we blah, 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 you know, to him. That's like, do like,
2: you, man? The real ones know. I'm not going to get caught up in his shenanigans.
0: How was it when you played with MJ? Because I know he's the rock stars of all rock stars. Like, how was that playing with Mike? You know, somebody we look up to like that?
1: Uh,. You know, I don't use these words too often, but it was like one of them dreams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One of them dreams that come true. Like, because I had a relationship or knew of him before I actually got a chance to play with him, I mean, that's the best thing you can ask for. And we, I came right in when he was leaving. hmm I mean, we were at, you know, going through the draft process when he was playing his last series against Utah. hmm So I seen all of that. So then to get a chance, you know, years later to go play Wait, with I him. Know. I mean, that's all it, of the comments of, you know— you know how hard he was on you know players and what you know, I you know I enjoyed all that because I just mm. wanted to be around and see like yeah. what everybody was talking about how hard yeah. he is on teammates and how yeah. hard he worked like he really like MJ is like really that's why he is who he is yeah he's
0: obsessed with it that's why he's a serial he is. killer right? did, <laughs>
1: like at at any point because you saw
2: him, you guys see him like every day yeah. all that at this point did the glow ever not be there. Never,
1: <laughs> never, man. Listen, he man. Listen, <laughs> man. I, I like
2: every, you see him every day, and every day coming, he still Glowing. got the Leroy like. Cause that's how I still feel <laughs> to this day. Like every time you see his like he
0: got that glow.
1: So my my seat was down, and he was you know probably about three, four seats down, and I watch him every day. Every time he walk, he, he walk in, <laughs> and you know I I know how he grabbed his stuff to put it on top. Of <laughs> Damn, that right. what I'm <laughs> I, I got I got all of that. So that's the stuff that I was actually watching, like him being on the court, and we talking about the age and all that stuff, but like. Like his whole like mystique and how he carried himself and the time when he went out to the court and the time he went to the training room, you know what I'm saying? How he was able to, he was standing at the rich and like with nobody see him because like he had a deal to get down to his car and get right to the arena. Like he never, basically never touched the street. He just would go from the hope and end up at the arena, man. Hey. Yeah. So that that was my experience playing with him. I was looking how, for all the other things.
2: How was it you that was the last year right before he retired? Yep. So how Yep. I've heard stories about like the last however many games, how everybody was just poaching, yeah. trying to ask them for different stuff, yeah. get stuff signed, like did you get anything? And how was it to just witness how that went down? Cause I heard people was trying to get they warm up sign, they to just anything like when they knew it was coming down to the last couple oh, of in. days and
1: everything. I'm in, so, man. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother came up, my mom came up, they all got pictures, they all got signed <laughs> pictures, everything, <laughs> we, 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 we are in. I got, yeah. you know, I got about, I mean, I got about ten or so jerseys at the house of just different players. I ain't got your jersey up. I got my you. guy. I got you. Well, I got about ten jerseys jersey. up, man, and MJ's up there. Obviously, do you know you up there? But yeah. that's no that's lube, what I got man. signed from MJ, and that's you know that, that's at my house. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, If you want to be on the wall of fame with us, like, <laughs> just like you know, send us one.
2: Us? Yeah. Send
1: him
0: one. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: I just. First of all, let me tell you, let me tell you how, like, I don't even got none of my own clip of jerseys. You know who had them, and it ain't because of him. Wow. It's because Mama Miles. Yeah. Mama Miles had like yeah. four of my joints. <laughs> and all the other ones. Nick jersey, she had, look, he like, man, G. I I just found like, like six or seven of your jerseys. <laughs> I'm like. That's Mama Miles He's having right. them jerseys. Like, he got, he got white, jump. I'm talking about the labels like oh two, oh three, O three. She got the years. I all love them.
1: You're not telling her no. Yeah. Yeah, she asked a you know. jersey. You
2: got yeah. the jersey. Why, well, right, man, hey, you, you know fool. that that hey for real. That was the <laughs> truth. I knew it wasn't because of him. But you know, man. Hey, bro, how you hold on, bro. How you just gonna diss me like I am the one brought you your jersey, though. You I first of all, I came over your house to get them. You didn't bring them to me. Okay, you well. You didn't bring I'm them the to me. They were preserved and they were in your possession. Purely because of your mama, but this I kept This him. what y'all go through because of your mama. Y'all <laughs> dumb serious. And I had them jerseys because of your mama. Him. Just like you got all of our games because of your mama. You didn't keep them. I, I, I respect that, man. Thank you. Now, like I was, as I was about to say, it's been dope. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> we got some dope sponsors. We got it. You know what I'm saying. We oh, got oh, them. Oh, okay. huh. right, it's too husband. late. We already in the vibe. It's the Hennessy VSOP. <laughs> With them people on the back, ooh, okay. they got the blackest one next okay. to the boy. You okay. know what I'm saying? They got me okay. and my oldest son right there, yeah. man. We appreciate you, man. Yes, Pulling up on the yourself yes sir. Long ass arms coming across the table. Good That's love. it, man. Live on location. We got, we yes, got, the, we got St. Louis. Lou we got St. Louis in the building. You heard me? We got St. Louis in the building. Larry Hughes, legend. one of the best Larry ever do. Larry Legend. All right, we want to thank y'all for your continued support of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also find all the episodes on the Players' Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast and join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans this wouldn't be possible without y'all the players tribute.com